A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Father, we are grateful for this brand new way. Our eyes are on you. Because except to build the house, the labor in vain that build it. Look, we've never seen this week before. But because you live, we can face tomorrow. So we're not afraid of the week. We're not afraid of the future. We're not afraid of the year. We are the future we behold. So it's in the name of Jesus we proceed into this great week. It's in the name of Jesus we command Goliath to bow. Obstacles to bow. It's in the name of Jesus we receive wisdom as we make decisions this week. It's in the name of Jesus we receive strength of the Holy Spirit. Lord, it's a successful week. Victorious week. We are champions this week. And the glory goes to you in Jesus' mighty name. Someone said a loud amen. You want to put your hands together for Jesus? Amen. You can please get seated. Uh, apologies for the little summer experience. I think the gen had a little challenge, but I think it's up now. Coincidentally, we just took delivery of the new ACs for... The dome, um, they came in. If you can help us with the picture so you can encourage somebody this service, amen. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is to be installed at the top and uh, there will be showers of blessing from the top, amen. If you can get the uh, pictures, just, just, okay. Those are some of those pictures on the screen. Um, so it should be added about, it's, it looks powerful. It looks big. Uh, okay, that's the arriving on Friday. So that's going to be the main air conditioning system. All we have around are just supporting. So I, I, I'm sure what you experienced now is just God telling you to be grateful because something beautiful is around the corner. Amen. It will be great to be kuleleing and be receiving revelation, isn't it? Yes. We trust God that um, the installation will begin this week. It's a lot. We've spent like 70 million already on that, and we're still spending more. Uh, uh, they said the installation would take like almost three weeks. So it's a whole lot because of the headroom that we have here at the dome. So many technicalities, but I don't need to bother you with that. Uh, and I really want to appreciate everyone, member of this ministry, givings and commitments. That's where the resources are going into. And the midweek centers also started last week. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. It was a trial and it was good you know uh they will have a great time or a greater time this uh wednesday as we have the valentine service uh which will be having in all the midweek um centers love 
gifts, beautiful, beautiful things. So let's uh, prepare for that. A touch of red or white. Everybody should have a touch of red or white. We encourage couples to come in with their spouses. And if you're single, come with a friend. Yeah, a, a good friend of yours from office. Just come. Let's have a more relaxed time and enjoyable time as we celebrate the love of God. Glory to God. Proverbs 24, verse 3. How many married people do we have here in this service? Can we just wave? Married? Wave your hand. Amen. Okay. Single. 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 Ah. Wait, 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 wait. Some hands came up twice. I don't know. Like, are you single or married? If you're married, not by faith. You have a wife and a husband. Wave your hands. Okay. Okay. Let's put down your hand. If you're single, single, whether you're a teenager or ready aja, you know, wave your hands. Ah, okay. We will start from Ezekiel 37. I want to prophesy. Ah. You will get married though. If your husband is in Norway, he will come and meet you. Or you go and meet him. And I want to show you something from Ezekiel 37 before we get into this one. Wow. Ezekiel 37 from verse 1. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in, uh, in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of what? Bones, okay? Just imagine bones, right? Bones, bones, okay? Next. Oh, okay. But can we read? Can we see, right? On the flanks. Okay, verse 2. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed, they were very dry, like dead bones, right? Verse 3. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And he said, and I answered, oh, Lord God, you know. It's like saying, can these people get married? They've been waiting for years. Can these people really have marital settlement? In the context of this blessing, okay? He said, oh, Lord God, you know. Verse 4. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and said to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. So that's what the Holy Ghost is asking me to do. I'm going to prophesy. And the right bone, we meet the right bone in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, and that means there will be proper alignment. Uh, the woman that fits, the man that fits, your steps will be ordered in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He said, thus says the Lord to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall what? You shall what? Uh -huh. But in this service, you shall get married. <laughs> I feel like asking you later in the service to dance your reception dance out. I don't know. Maybe a Holy Ghost, just remind me at the end. Just, just dance out. Because I'm so persuaded. I'm so persuaded. The Holy Ghost ignited this in my heart yesterday that as I prophesy the bone way. You know, the bone, this is, which one is femur? Femur. This is femur, right? What is this one? Tremor, sorry. Eh? You tell. No. What is this one? Who bears? Who mirrors? So this. So for instance, if the femur comes here, is it fitting? No. 
That's why this thing is very important in the realm of the spirit. He said, thus says the Lord God to this bone, surely I will cause bread to enter into you and you shall live. Verse 6. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put wedding gown on you, wedding suits on you, with your bridal train, with reception uh, and accommodation. Mm, that would be very excellent. Somebody say amen to that. Said so then you shall know that I am the Lord. Verse 7. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. As I prophesied today, there will be a shaking in destinies. Whatever was a marital delay, I commanded broken in Jesus' name. Now, if there are mistakes made, I ask for God's mercy. Let there be marital mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. If there be a spell of any kind, we declare that the spells are broken in the name of Jesus Christ. If there is any hangover from a former relationship and somehow it is holding your life down, I ask for the healing power of the Holy Spirit. You're going to move on and move on well in the name of Jesus Christ. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied there was a noise and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together. Bone to bone. Somebody say bone to bone. Yes, that means as I speak, even in the church, if your wife is here, which I think they are here, but you will see the person clearly now in the name of Jesus Christ. The things you are looking for are not far from you. God is not wicked. He's just waiting for you to recognize. It will amaze you how somebody is praying there for a wife and the woman there is praying for a husband. And God is just saying, look up for your redemption is near. <laughs> look sideways for your redemption is near. You will meet your husband though. Husband, when they meet you too, be courageous to ask. Receive boldness. Because some people have even met the person, but they're just parabolating, parabolating. How are you? That's business. I just should greet you. And you've been greeting like that for seven months. It's time to break the news. Amen. Before somebody else speaks that person. That's happened a lot when we were growing up. When I say growing up, somebody likes a lady, go and visit her in the hostel. They will sit down and be talking, talking. He won't say anything. He will buy a gift. He won't say anything. Until one day, one new person just, brrr, sharp guy, spoke to the lady, agreed, now look like, <laughs> you are too scared to speak. It takes boldness, isn't it? The, 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 I don't want to say the worst you can get. The best you can get is what? He said no. And collect the no. Pride joyfully. That's the way you present yourself, self, that when the no comes, you just, that's fine, that's fine. I, 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 I love you, don't forget that. <laughs> oh yes I mean what you should be used to know now by now isn't it as a guy you should be ready they have hammer get your own cheese ready to remove it as you are leaving the place but to say because of no you can't speak even your business can't progress like that you need to talk tell your neighbor talk yes so many men are just what is that? ask her she has a car talk to her don't be intimidated. you buy better cars than that ah. amen somebody's talking after this service amen One of the things that God helped me with is that kind of boldness. May I will ask you, I will even appreciate your car first. Let's ride this car together to destiny. <laughs> so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone. Verse 8. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews 
and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. There was a kind of courtship, relationship. But verse 9, also he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath. Thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on this slain, that they may get married. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath, life came to them. Marita, uh, ivies are flying in the church. Amen. Oh, yes. And they lived and stood great marriages. Not just the ceremony, but the life itself will be a great blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, an exceedingly what? Great army. So in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I prophesy over everyone on site and online. Who is ready for marriage, male and female? I declare marital settlement in the name of Jesus Christ. Angels of God, go forth and command and cause bone to join to bone in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the book of Genesis, Adam, when he saw Eve, he says, this is now the bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. I declare that there will be marital alignments in the name of Jesus Christ. Many who have suffered delay, who have suffered heartaches, I command marital settlement and restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, wherever the mate is on the face of the earth, I release the angels of destiny to go forth this season and cause them to meet each other speedily in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, you are the one that ordered the steps of Isaac to Rebekah. And they gave back to Isaac, uh, uh, to Esau and Jacob, a new generation. So I'm prophesying under the same platform of the covenant. Let the Isaacs begin to meet their Rebekahs in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the Rebekahs begin to meet their Isaacs in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan, whatever you have done before now to hinder this settlement, I arrest your power. I break your chains. I reduce it to nothing in the name of Jesus Christ. Let there be glorious ceremonies. Let there be great marriages. Let there be glorious, successful ceremonies. Let there be great homes rising in this church. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, before the end of this year, let the, let the multiplication of this testimony begin to ooze out of this church. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we all need grace to recognize your answers. I pray for that bachelor. I pray for that spinster. I declare that their eyes will see. In the name of Jesus Christ. That person that you have sent. Because we've prayed for you to send them. But it's us to recognize and, to and choose. I ask that our eyes are open in the name of Jesus Christ. We will recognize the blessings. The persons. The opportunities. The breakthroughs. The answers that you have sent our way. In the name of Jesus Christ. All together we're ending this year on a praiseworthy note in Jesus name. Thank you father for marital settlement. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. So do me a favor. If you have not done this before, go and buy something that represents a marriage ceremony or a marital life. I don't know what that is to you. It could be your wedding ring. It could be something. Just buy something that clicks in your heart and put it in your uh, room and smile at it when you wake up. If you want to prophesy over it, fine. But buy something, a point of contact. For David, it was a sling and the stone, right? Uh, you have to get something that represents the ceremony or maybe the life 
itself. And I see breakthroughs, amen. Now, one of our pastors, okay, she's not here. I remember when we were in Surulere, she was, she was pr- trusting God to get married. And there was a guy that was, you know, like on the line. But one day the guy just like misbehaved, you know, and, and the man, she cried. She really, really cried. And, I, and I've learned something about the covenant. When such disappointment comes, it's a blessing. You cry, fine, but you trust God that it's something that God is averting. So she cried. But what she didn't know was that the assistant cell leader had told me that he liked her. So I didn't make any, I didn't push anything because I, she had told me that if the other person was, you know, so I don't want to create, you know. So when she now came and was crying, I said, shh, shh, shh. it's okay. Let that one go. That was not even a member of the church. Sir. He said, okay, I said, just bless him. I said, your sister leader. I said, yes, it's my assistant. I said, hey. Assistant, assistant, assistant. A whole engineer. I said, do you know he likes you? She just, she just, they're married now with three children. And they're doing well. If I mention their name, you know them. <laughs> so, God is a matchmaker. But the challenge is, can you see the person of you in the ushering team? You're just disturbing God for nothing. And you're in the same unit. But you go and the person that is breaking your heart, you can't report him to your husband in the church. But to you, it's a, a fellow usher. The one that disappointed you in Victoria Island. You now come to church and be telling that your fellow usher. Do you know what that guy did this week? In fact, I saw one girl calling him. You know, and you are reporting to your husband. But you don't see him as your husband. He's an usher. Because of this uncle you people wear for ushering. So just look. And that's your husband. He's a great man. And for some of you men, the girl, the lady is here. And you see her. And you see her diligent. You don't go and carry trouble. You see how diligent, doing everything, serving God. But you're looking for Pepe MP. Some men, eh? And you're trying to impress your mom. Or I'll do your ex. All those motives that blocks your sight. If Pastor Bimo was looking at the way I was then, she wouldn't marry me. There was nothing that we should behold. <laughs> In that sense, but we were people of destiny. Oh, you should see, when you see a lady and she speaks to you, you should be able to design this is a woman of destiny. This is a man of destiny. Don't be like Lot that was looking gogorongoli at Sodom and Gomorrah, thinking the shining is this one, that must be him, for that must be her, not knowing that that was even the end of the road. I'm not saying anything shining is bad, but don't decide based on that. Check your, you know, when Elizabeth uh, met uh, Mary, there was a click, isn't it? The, the child in her womb just leaped. Something was leaping. You here, not here, not ye. Here, just, ah, this is it. He might not even have much now, but there's so much in his destiny. If I tell you the course I studied in school, you know, not that I did very powerful course. You want to marry an engineer, you want to marry a medical doctor, you want to marry a geologist. If it fits in, fine. But don't use those things to, in that, because I needed to clarify that when we prophesy like this, God does his own part. But sometimes it is us that spoil it. For, for some of the ladies here, you are a spiritual gym gym. You might meet a man that is not as gym, sorry, gym. <laughs> as Jimmy as you. 
And yet, that's your mind. I want to marry fire. You're already carrying fire. You want to burn everything? <laughs> eh? And then you now look at him. Ah, he's going to carry fire, Jerry. And you miss him. You miss him. The fire on you go, the fire on you is so much. But there's a part of you that you are deficient in. You are not organized. You are uncivilized. But you carry fire. But this man has that part. So God wants you to be complete. But you're looking for fire again. I don't know if I'm making sense. I wanted to marry Mama. You know Mama? Somebody that can do me mamaistically. Ah, you don't know Mama? <laughs> have you met Mamas before? Some of you have been in ministries where <laughs> when Mama, when Mama cla- <laughs> Have you seen Mamas before? The God of heaven. <laughs> but some of them don't have character. Some of them. You will not miss your own husband. You are the shouting type, extrovert type. And God now brings someone that will calm you down. And I'm looking for shout. How many shout will we have? Eh? Someone that will calm you down to compliment you. Because there are some people, as, you are, as I'm speaking, you already met the person and the Holy Ghost is just removing the scales. You might even need to send a message to somebody today. I'm sorry. I said no. If by chance. You need to, you need to be courageous to say that. I'm sorry I said no to you. I was not okay. But how are you doing? But if by chance, if by chance, how do we complete that statement? <laughs> no, let's put it with some dignity. If by chance, how can we put it? If by chance, God is still leading you. Yes. That's better. That's better. Don't say by chance there is a vacancy. Ah. If by chance, um, God is still impressing on your spirit. You know, package it like that. Towards me, let me know. And I'll pray about it. I can guarantee you, I'll respond to you on time. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, because sometimes we throw breakthroughs away. May you not be seeing your husband in another person's life enjoying what you should have enjoyed. Some of our parents experience that. May you not see your wife. Somebody's like that. Ah! Ojukokuro made me to miss this thing. So don't be, uh, you send message. And for you, if you're a guy, and you did that to some lady, you might have to send a message. I can't just take you out of my mind. <laughs> Though I said no to you, I, 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 or I disappointed you, I have not had rest. My heart is here with you. <laughs> you know? And you, they send you that kind of message. And you know you have been waiting. Don't go and be saying, look at your head. Just put a smiley. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> oh, miracles will happen this year. You know, most of the time we prophesy about these things, but we don't also teach people how to go about it. Oh, yes. And when you start courtship, if you call, uh, courtship is not marriage, isn't it? Don't go and be staying in his house or her house. Huh? You have to still study the person. Sometimes during courtship, some things might come clear that this is not your spouse. And then you, a broken courtship is better than a broken home. And let it go politely. 
I've been in that kind of shoes before. And I told the lady, it wasn't easy, but I had to say it. I said, I couldn't just see marriage. She was just looking at me. But I couldn't see it. We were close, we were in a relationship. She loved me. I loved, liked her. But we were in a relationship. And I told her that, look, where this thing, I'm not sure I see marriage. It's a struggle for me. And then we broke up. We still relate now. She's in the U.S., she's married with kids. When she comes to Nigeria, she comes to church. Very simple, decently. If you know it's not going to work, don't force it. But when you are persuaded during the courtship, then fix your wedding on time. Don't cut until you cut everything. Some men, they, they cut. How can you cut for seven years? Eh? Except you are very young and you guys are close and maybe, you know. But come on, get, get, get on time, get your accommodation, make plans, you know, and start counseling, start receiving wisdom to build a great life. And don't forget to lay a very good foundation for the marital life. The challenges some individuals are facing today is rooted in the foundation that was shaky when they started. Some people over-focus on the wedding day and they don't plan the life. So during their courtship, all the discussion, wedding gown, wedding ring, wedding reception, that cake is starting story building. Not one thing after that day, not time to pray together for the life because that day, by 5 p.m., it's almost gone, isn't it? Oh, yes. 5, 5 p.m. nowadays, anyway, because of kidnappers and all those things that are happening. You close on time. But there was a time in this country that from the wedding, just carry your uh, food pack and get home. But pray together. Spend time praying. And when you are praying, don't be praying by 12 midnight in the man's house. From, laying, from praying to laying of hands. And then all kinds of things happen and get pregnant. You don't need that. Your church is open. Come here at 5 p.m. after work and pray. Or come to the house. Daniel was praying. He opened the window, opened everything. So the canoe is praying. Now you know, unholy on, on privacy is what feeds sexual immorality. And that's to both for single and married people. Unholy privacy. When you do things with somebody else too much, it leads to what you don't plan. It starts from chatting, or really irresponsible chatting, irresponsible conversations, you know, uh, things that only both of you know together. Sometimes not your husband, not, you're not your wife. Unholy privacy is the strength of uh, immorality. And like one day I asked my pastor, Bishop Oridekou, I, I told him many years, I said, how do you handle uh, feminine temptation? He just, he staggered on the chair. <laughs> he said, every pastor should know his spec and know how to avoid that. Not every man will tempt you. Yes or no? Not every woman will tempt you. Every person, you know your spec. Are we okay? The way you're looking at me. Hey, whoa. Are we okay? Should I continue? Okay. Because we just... Which pastor spec? So when you know your spec, then that's not the time for that kind of person to be coming to your office regularly. You keep the person away. There are some people that, if they stay with you 1,000 years, nothing will happen. You know that. <laughs> and there are some people that, when you're getting close to them, under two weeks, your emotions, you know. Every woman should know, isn't it? The kind of man that tempts you. You know, Abby? Thank you for that. that you should know. So, so, don't play with fire. It burns. I saw a quote yesterday. It's better to avoid debate B A I T 
than to be struggling in the snare. You know those rats? You see the food, free food. This food was on there yesterday. How did it come here? It's better to avoid the bait than then enter it and they are now struggling to escape. Some don't come back well. So when you see it, and the devil is a devil. He sends a, that's how we catch rats or rodents. We send a bait. So why do you not think the devil will not send things to you? Why do you think that guy is calling you? It's, it's a bait. Why that particular guy? Why that particular lady? It's a bait. But what is behind six more than seven? It comes innocently. You know, saying, I just like the guy. I wish my husband can even behave like this. That's why it's a bait. I wish my wife can be this humble. The way she greets me, the, the respect. Ah! For my wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's a bait. It's when you eat it, you know that what is inside is more than respect. It's better to avoid the bait. B-A-I-T. Than to be struggling in the snare. Nothing wrecks your financial future, your spiritual growth, like sexual immorality. It distracts your mind. It distracts you. And if you don't open up on time, I, I need to say that, you keep doing it. You might look like you stopped, but because you didn't open up, it will, it will relapse, like relapsing fever. It will come again, and, then you, and you can be in it for years until one day it becomes a complete disgrace. Uh, there's a book I'm reading, um, Courage is Calling. If you can get it online, I, I got it from the UK. Courage is Calling, uh, talking about boldness. And one chapter, uh, I really love it, about the courage to speak out. The courage to speak out. It says, sometimes just to ask itself, it's a breakthrough. It's, it's a breakthrough to ask he said, the, admit, the admission, that admitting that there's a problem here, unlocks something within. Then you are powerful enough to begin to solve the problem. Now, this lesson line says, we are as sick as our secrets. We are as sick as our secrets. We are at the mercy of fears we dare not articulate. Paralyzed by assumptions we refuse to put to the test. It's okay to need a helping hand, to need reassurance, to need forgiveness or ask for forgiveness. It's okay. It's okay. You won't get any of this if you don't ask. You won't get what you're afraid to admit you need. So ask now, right now, while you have the courage before it's too late. Before it's too late. It takes courage. Pastor, I need to see you. I'm doing this. I've been doing this for the last one year, two years. You don't have to tell everybody. Qualify your soil. But we are sick as our secrets. And don't get sicker. <laughs> There's a word like that. Keeping secrets and thinking it's over like that. It's not. It's not. You have to open up. Say, confess your faults one to another. Pray for one another. And then you'll be healed. You won't be healed Especially if it's something that needs opening up. There is a, uh, for those who are single, uh, as you are getting married, one of the agreements you must have is to have people that both of you are accountable to. You want an agreement? The moment you are not accountable to anybody, the enemy can hijack that relationship. 
If you know how many things happen in homes, it will shock you that had been kept for years. It will shock you. And the men are guilty. The ladies are guilty. There are certain things that some ladies are enduring at home. When you get to hear it, you nearly want to slap the person. You should have said this seven years ago. Maybe it's too late now. And there are some things men endure in the marriage. A woman's behavior or some things happening that he should have opened up to someone. That this, this is the pattern I'm observing. I'm bothered. And then it can be resolved. It's like your health. Is it not better to open up earlier when you notice some pain, right? And it's persistent. You get to a physician. I notice this pain here and it's persistent. Then what do they do? They do the test, right? They do the test to diagnose. Most likely when that is diagnosed early enough, you can escape whatever. But if you keep you're enduring the pain, I don't want to know I have this pain. They should not know I have this pain. I can manage this pain. Until one day, the pain is so much that the pain itself reports you. You know, when you are cooking in the kitchen and you forget it, the kitchen will report itself. When the thing is burning to a level and this, this, is this stench? Not stench. The smoke and the, and the whatever, the burnt stew. It will report itself to you in the living room and what you are like keeping will be everybody's smell. That's a parable from Yoruba. Everybody will get to know because it will spell out one day. Something will just break. You see, let me give you a secret that helps me. It's right with temptations. But I hate temptations, not only ladies, even money and anything. Most sins that we commit is hardly alone, especially on those dimensions. Either you're stealing money, some people know, or you're having immorality to somebody. I noticed that over the years, there is always what we call a fallout. Especially when the devil wants to really attack someone. There's a fallout that will make one of the parties to reveal everything. I don't know why I'm making sense. Both of you stole money. It looked like a secret. You, you thought it has, been, it has been forgotten. The other guy went for revival service. In one minute, ministry. And as I was worshiping the Lord, the Holy Spirit said, I would like you to say everything that happened when you were walking in that place. Yes, my Lord. Oh, yes, my Lord. He now goes, I start mentioning your name. That we need together. The same thing for immorality. The same lady will go to a meeting. Oh, Lord, I love you. I worship you. And including the guy. And then the Holy Spirit will arrest her. This thing's affecting me. Father, I want to get it out of me. I want to get out of me. Yes, go and talk to your pastor. Yes. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> pastor, I want to see you. Dickie, so and so. Hey. Yes, Pastor. I'm sorry, Pastor. And you'll be one of his writing sometimes. We didn't like that. We smiling. Everything will come out. It will shock you that that man you are misbehaving with will meet someone that will tell your husband or will tell somebody that will reveal it. Stop letting sin deceive you. The same devil that tempts, the same devil that disgraces. So don't be thinking you are smart. <laughs> I've been in places where someone was talking, I mean, it happens both positive and negative. Where somebody that is not even connected to the church, 
hears something and he's just telling me about the thing and he's a member of the church. It will just go, go, go. It could be, you can be the person in China and then the story will just come out. Hey, there's this lady that did this one, did this one and then, you know I mentioned lady? Hey, what's his name? Hey, which one? I thought they ah, is this one? And then what you thought you were keeping has come out. If you understand that dimension, you will receive grace to seek a life of honor and decency. I'm also aware there are some people you are close to. They've kept some of your charts for the day of reckoning. And you didn't know. Just kept it somewhere. And then something happens one day. You are blabbing and they bring out the charts. Was it not you that told me to send my nude picture? And I said, no. And you were angry with me for three weeks? Was it not you? Me? Ask for your nude picture. Shake it. Bring out this thing. And it brings out the chart. Now we reading as they didn't know. That's how you think. Can I really defend this thing in the future? Holy Spirit, deliver me from it. Holy Spirit, deliver me from it. Then think about your children. That if some things break out too much and it's on social media and your teenage child, your toddler hears it, they can even abuse them in school. Do you know that? If the matter goes out like that, they say, they say your father has three wives. Is it true? Think. Unless I'll smash Satan. You're not smiling. You're not laughing again. When I was prophesying about marriage, you were excited. It's better to avoid debate than to struggle in this night. Rise up on your feet. There was a lady that was we supposed to employ in church many years ago. She passed all the tests. Everything. Just last interview was to see me. And her job role was to report a bit to me because we're talking. As I saw her, I said, oh, you passed this year. In my mind. I said, she was very qualified. Everything was fine. It's fine. It's okay. I said, no, she can't. I told the HR person then. Tell her she's too qualified. We can't even afford to pay her the level. And I escaped it. But guess what? Guess what? I'll say this because it's many years ago. That same lady started sleeping with one person in the office. I didn't know that as I escaped it, that other person got close to her. And it damaged that person's life. I, I can tell you for free. I was shocked when it was the same lady that came back to see Pastor Bimbo after some three years, was crying. Uh, this is my challenge. I mentioned the person's name in the same office. So that lady was supposed to employ that time that I dodged. So they were still close. And said so many things. So when I'm saying this, I know what I'm saying. It was so bad that the person had to leave our church. It was so bad. So when that thing happened, that's when I knew that most likely that person was sent. I'm grateful I escaped. But I'm pain that that person victim. You need to be discerning to know what is a bait. No bait appears ugly. No bait appears as bait. But death is inside it. Too. Destruction is inside it. So when there's an alarm in your system, take heed. 
God is good. Are we blessed this morning? Amen. You are faithful. You are good. You are faithful. You are good. You are faithful. A million times. A million times Give me a discerning heart every day. And if we all, I mean, we all need mercy. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy. Satan does not like mercy, but he cannot do anything about it. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy. Oh, ask for mercy. Mercy. God's mercy is awesome. God's mercy is great. Lift your voices and, and, and pray for strength for the journey. Whether you are single or married, I know we have made mistakes. I do not seek to condemn. I seek to build the future. I seek to make a, a future that is better than your past. So ask for grace. Ask for mercy. Some things you are toying with can be extremely dangerous to the future. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy. Ask for grace. Let your strength, O oh Lord, be made perfect in my weakness. Father, every home under the sound of my voice, I ask for a thick canopy of covering, of help from above. Preserve our homes. Let our children rise up to be proud of us. Help us to build a better generation. Let our sons be better husbands. Let our daughters be better wives. Let our children build better families. Father, keep us from Satan's bait. Keep us from Satan's traps that come in various shades and shadows. Keep us from Satan's distractions. Keep us from Satan's deception of any kind. In the name of Jesus, let there be healing. Let there be strength. Let there be recovery. Let there be realignment. Let there be a reset. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, for anyone under the sound of my voice who made some mistakes, you know our infirmities, our weaknesses. I ask, let your mercy prevail. By the blood of Jesus, let your mercy prevail over judgment today. Let your mercy prevail over judgment. Give us new beginnings. Give us new strength. In the name of Jesus, what the devil meant to use to destroy us, let it turn around to be our best testimony. In the name of Jesus Christ, you restored, oh Lord, Daniel, you restored. Joseph, you restored. Esther, let there be restoration of homes. Let there be restorations. Let there be restoration of destinies. 
sing of his faithfulness he loves you don't mind people he loves you don't mind others that might want to condemn you he loves you you are faithful he knows you thank you thank you for loving us so much thank you for your mercy thank you for a future that is better than the past we give you all the glory in Jesus mighty name please put your hands together for Jesus a man is not old until he stops learning when you stop learning you start dying Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.